This has got to be one of the most petty things that Marvel has done. Let's get into it. So many record-breaking sales in the comic book marketplace, I had to get Jam back on the line, hit the subscribe button to talk about them with the comic familia. That's right, these are the runners-up, the books that had one standout record-breaking sale, not quite enough to make the hot 10 list, and number 10 on the list, we're continuing with this horror theme, way post-Halloween, we're almost ready for Thanksgiving. Number 10 on the list is Fright Issue 3, from 1988, it's the first cover appearance of Freddy Krueger. Nightmare on Elm Street debuted in 1988. 84. This comic would come out in 1988, soon after the fourth film in the franchise. And although this shows Freddy Krueger on the cover, the interiors are just shots from the movie that was accompanied by text. So the first cover appearance, but it wouldn't be until a year later for Freddy Krueger's Nightmare on Elm Street 1 to actually get the first full appearance in story for Freddy Krueger. The earliest and the scarcest tends to be the most interest of collectors. And there's a low 23 copies graded on the census only one at a 9.8 and I suspect if you own this comic book you're a fan of Nightmare on Elm Street you're a fan of classic horror movies you probably don't want to sell this book it's gonna sit comfortably in your personal collection we have a CGC 9.0 that broke record. It sold for $100 just last year, and it's up 150%, now selling for $250. Think of all of the prequels, sequels, and remakes that we've gotten just in the last few years alone. We have Texas Chainsaw Massacre. We have Friday the 13th getting its own series. We have I Know What You Did Last Summer with the series that came out. Child's Play got its own series. Halloween is on its upteenth remake, and we haven't seen anything Nightmare on Elm Street since 2010. Next at the list at number nine we got Breaking Bad number one to talk about. This is a one-shot summary of the first four seasons. It came out before season five, and we're talking about the San Diego Comic-Con 2013 promotional giveaway, which was limited to just 500 copies. And we can't help noticing this trend of all these TV shows, whether it be live action or cartoons or just nostalgia in general. Breaking Bad is no exception. It's coveted as one of the best live action TV series of all time. I think it's Fire Guy Ryan's personal favorite. I happen to know he ranks this under the Sopranos and The Wire, but it's up there. We have a 9.0 hitting $100 back in 2019, up 110%, now selling for 210 and a new 9.8 record leading sale, last selling in 2021 for 450 up 44% with an all-new high of $650 for the first appearance of Walter White in comics. If you like the books that we're discussing on today's video, there are so many other record-breaking sales that you have to see on the larger list that we source these books from, the runners-up list on the best comic app in existence, Key Collector Comics. Support the show and get access to a free two-week subscription of the app in its entirety by utilizing code TOM101. Moving on to number eight on the list, and we're talking WandaVision spec here with The Vision and Scarlet Witch, issue number 12 from 1986. This is where she gives birth to her twins. It's Thomas Shepard and Billy Kaplan, who would later become Speed and Wiccan. Agatha Harkness in the pages of comics reveals that the twins were created from shards of Mephisto's soul that upon the return to him caused the demise of both Tommy and Billy. And they wouldn't see the pages of comic books until Young Avengers number one and 10. It's like an uncanny X-Men 201 type of thing where it's the first appearance of Cable as a baby. Now we've already had Speed and Wiccan in the WandaVision show that I mentioned earlier, but 
we know that the MCU is gearing up towards some type of Young Avengers series. We have a 9.8 newsstand that broke records, last selling for 194 back in October this year, up 106%, now selling for 400. I wonder if Wanda had to pay the toll troll to get back her boy's soul. Anyway, there are 137 copies on the census in the CGC 9.8. Last GPA sale was $144 in November of this year for a direct edition. The record high was $500 back in February of 2021, also for a direct edition. The difference in price for that direct sale demonstrates the amount of impact WandaVision and Disney Plus had both on the collector's market in 2021. At the list at number 7, Thor 148, the first appearance of the Wrecker, She-Hulk spec, pushing a comic up in value. I think that's going to surprise some members. Yeah, that's true. It feels like most people didn't like the She-Hulk series, but that could just be what we're seeing online. Thor 148 from 1968 makes the list with a 9.4 record-breaking sale. Tom, you enjoyed the show. Indeed, Jam, and I watched this show with a lot of friends, and there was more liking to this show from non-comic fans, more than any other Disney Plus show that I've seen yet. And I think that was kind of the point, to try to reach a broader audience. Anyway, that CGC 9.4 that I mentioned sold for $680 last year. It's up now 32% post-She-Hulk, selling for $900. The show was filled with a bunch of goofy one-off appearances of villains. Will we see the Wrecking Crew again? I hope so because this was definitely in their early years of villainy and I think that is what's going to determine if this book is going to go up any higher than it already has. And what's this? Number six on the list? This might be the first time that we've ever had a Spawn book on any of these videos that we've done together. From 2013, Spawn 228, and I'm going to feel like an old man. I remember buying this off the newsstand at the LCS, the Action One Homage by Todd McFarlane. That's right, the 1 in 25 variant that came out in 2013. I purchased this off the newsstand as well, Jim, so don't feel too old. This is a variant, black and white cover, an homage inspired by Action One. And a 9.4 came to market. Last selling in 2017 for $225, up 80%, now selling for 405 There are only eight copies of the 9.4 on the census. There's 22 9.6s with the last GPA sale, the record high being 650 from April of last year. And then we have the 9.8 with 23 copies. Shout out Jordan. The last recorded GPA sale was $1,000 in September of this year. The high was from April of 2021, where it sold for if you enjoy the Action Comics 1 homage, take a look on eBay. There's a lot of them, but some of the more sought out after ones is another Todd McFarlane cover, ASM 306, and one of my personal favorite independent horror reads on Ice Cream Man, issue number 17. And big shout out to Comics with Bueller. He's got a Ninja Funk issue one, another action one homage, but this time the car is the Bueller bus being launched by Wolfgang, and you got Bueller running away on the cover. He's going to have that on his whatnot page soon. Shout out Comics with Bueller. We love you, my brother. And at the list at number five, the Jetsons number one, debuting in 1963. Are you seeing a trend here, Jem? I don't know. It kind of looks like a lot of first appearance of beloved cartoon characters are showing up on our list. It's the first appearance of the Jetsons in comics, and we got a record-breaking sale to report on in a 4.5. This CGC book sold for $135 last year, 2021. It's up one. 
196%, now selling for 400 even. There are 84 copies graded on the census, and in a 9.0, there are six in existence. And the last time a 9.0 came to the market was back in 2007 when it sold for 338. Interestingly enough, the most recent higher graded sale was a 9.4 in which there is only one copy in existence. And it sold in 2020 August for 55 hundo. Back in 2017, there was news of a live action sitcom featuring the Jetsons that was gonna air on ABC and an animated feature film, but we haven't heard of anything since. In 2018, DC did a Jetsons comic book that was more mature leaning. And if you like this kind of spin on classic cartoons, I recommend the Scooby-Doo Apocalypse, which did something very similar. Same thing with the Flintstones. All titles that we have talked about on recent lists. Moving forward with this list, on to number four, we have Batman Beyond, issue number one from 1999. It's the newsstand, and I know somebody that recently had an exclusive reprinting this issue. Indeed, it was actually by Gabriel Del Otto, but I digress because does anyone know why Batman Beyond has been spiking over the years? Back in 2019, there was rumors that Warner Brothers was in the early stages of development. That's the key alert that went out. But then we had pandemic and then we had the big changes in the DC management as it pertains to their productions. But considering that Batman Beyond would be such a safe bet for the screen, members have been investing in this key issue for years. It doesn't even matter if there's no new news. And unfortunately, we just lost the voice of Batman, Kevin Conroy, who played Batman in the animated series and the older Bruce Wayne in Batman Beyond. We have a new stand copy to discuss. The 9.8 set a record in February of this year for $9,000. So the trickle-down effect has been in full swing. We have an 8.5 that came to market, last selling in 2020 for $406, up 220%, now selling for 1300 There are 1,568 total slabs on the CGC census. There are 451 9.6s. Now, the last recorded sale was in August of this year, also a newsstand selling for 790 where that same newsstand in a 9.6 sold for 1600 in January of 2021. There are 411 copies graded at a 9.8. Shout out Talia Al Ghul. The last GPA sale was for $1,700 set September for a direct market copy. The record high was set in December 2021 for $2,895 Hot damn, that book has dropped. And speaking of dropping, that CGC 9.8 newsstand that had the record high of $9,000 in February of this year, just a few short months later, would sell for $4,149. So pretty rough drop there as well. Peach Momoko in every single box in the December mystery mail called Give Me an Excuse to Send You Comics. Go to ComicTom101.com. Get your Ninja Funk 1 David Mack variant and at the list at number 3, Daredevil 115. This issue would include an advertisement for Incredible Hulk 181, not published before the book dropped, so really just an early appearance of Logan around the time that Hulk 181 came out. Thor 229 would get similar treatment featuring an ad for Hulk 181 that would come out in July 1974. Thor, as well as Daredevil, would debut on stands after, but this right here is a great early appearance of Logan, and we have a 9.8 
record-breaking sale to discuss. This book sold for $600 back in 2021, and it's up now 65%, almost breaking 1000 selling for $990. Don't forget about the Kill Raven Marvel value stamp located on the inside of this book. Readers back in the day would cut those out. And now on the list at number two, we have a Golden Age goodie debuting in 1941. Leading Comics, number one. The third appearance and first cover appearance of Green Arrow and Speedy, a 7.0. Last selling in 2020 for $2,760 is up 48%. Now selling for $4,080 this week. That is an over $1,300 climb in under two years for this comic book. I want to hear what the Golden Age guru has to say about it. This is kind of a fun book to have on this list, and I'll tell you why. This is the first appearance of the Seven Soldiers of Victory, and you're like, who the hell are those? Well, those consisted of the Green Arrow, they consisted of Speedy, Star Spangled Kid, Stripesy, Crimson Avenger, Shining Knight, and Vigilante, who were all pretty popular superheroes through the Golden Age, but not strong enough to carry their own titles, so they were relegated to this title, Leading Comics. Now, the other cool thing about this book is that it is the third appearance of Green Arrow and Speedy and their first cover appearance, Plus, it's DC's second superhero team they put out. The first being Justice Society of America. So really interesting book to have on this title. Fun to see it get a little bit of movement and heat and popularity. Now I have to give a shout out to the book that I love the most on this runner-up list. And that's Red Dragon number 7. An extremely rare book and absolutely coveted by Golden Age collectors. This classic cover uses striking colors of red and yellow with a character being vaporized in the foreground. Just looking at it, you know it's an instant classic. Shout out to the Golden Age Guru for lending his expertise as we move on to number one on the list. We're talking Wolverine issue number one from 2010, the J. Scott Campbell variant. You guys know the variant, the one where Logan is in Deadpool's costume. This right here is such a wanted variant because of the unique marketing and way that you could receive this as a retailer back in 2010. Marvel was really dipping their toes in messing with the collector's market, doing unique things, but also divisive and slightly controversial things like forcing retailers to send back stripped copies of comic books. Yes, forcing them to destroy comics in order to receive this scarce variant. We've seen a couple of books spike with the announcement that Hugh Jackman will be reprising his role as Wolverine in Deadpool 3. Wolverine 88, so hot right now. But what's better than a battle cover than a combined character cover? If a retailer wanted this book, they had to send in 50 stripped covers that were approved by Marvel to be sent back in to receive one copy of this. And it's a black cover, so it's tough and high grade, which makes this 9.8 very special. There's only 47 copies graded at a 9.8 on the census, 110 in total, and a 9.8 came out to market this past week, last selling in 2021 for $9,995 for an increase of 71% this week, now selling for an all-new high for the first time in comic history. $17,100. Hot damn. Now, Marvel turned the pettiness up a notch when you wanted to get the Deadpool variant for Siege issue 3. Retailers had to send in 50 unsold copies from the DC Comics Blackest Night crossover. Can you imagine a publishing company forcing their retailers to send in their competition's comic books to qualify for one of their own collectibles? Fascinating. I want to know your thoughts in the comment section below. And hit the like and subscribe. And as always, geek responsibly and stay minty fresh.
Nuff? Said, join myself, Jem Mint, and all my homies on the best new app to buy and sell collectibles. It's called Whatnot. We rock the house every single week, multiple times a week. I'm going on like three to four times. What about you, Jem? I'm going on three times a week as well. Minty Mondays, Whatnot Wednesday, and Fresh Fridays. Link in the description. Follow us both on Whatnot. We do dollar start auctions that last as little as 15 seconds. Crazy deals in comic books are happening on the best new app to buy them. We have two other videos for you to check out. We made them for you. Enjoy them and have a great week.